0: And we will do our best to answer any questions you may have. Welcome to another episode of We Talk Health. My name is Will Cashigro. and joining me in the studio today is one of my favorite people in our system, Dr. Michael Abdomessa. How's it going, man? Hey, Will, how are you We got the applause bringing you in today. There we go. Appreciate that. That (laughs) That's nice. Absolutely, man. So thanks for coming in today. We're going to be talking about RSV. Okay. And it's uh, it's kind of going around the West Tennessee and I'm sure larger areas as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to dive into what that is. Before we do that, I'd like to get to know you a little bit better. i yes. help the people at home get to know you a little better. I know you're a pediatrician in Dyersburg. Mm-hmm. Uh, where in Dyersburg are you? And uh, what do you like to do when you're not at work?
1: All right. So, yes, I'm a pediatrician in Dyersburg uh, with West Tennessee Medical Group uh, Primary Care Pediatrics. Uh, I usually see children from, you know, range from zero to 18 years of age, we do physicals, we do sick visits, we do pretty much everything. And uh, my clinic is right behind the hospital and I live in Dyersburg, so it's great living there and working there. Uh, Outside of work, I usually either try to uh, play soccer, uh, pick up games. Uh, some, now I picked up uh, golf, so now I, nice. <laughs> I'm enjoying golf. It's an expensive sport.
0: <laughs> I, that's what I've heard. You play yeah. at the At the farms, at in the farms yeah. correct. Yeah. I'm from Dyersburg, so oh, I, I know, okay. I know yeah, the yeah. area well.
1: That's right, yeah, at the farms. Uh, it's lovely there, you know, and starting to realize how hard golf
0: really yeah. is. I've picked up clubs just to play putt-putt, so I've, <laughs> I've never <laughs> you know, right. actually played the actual game. That's so. right. Uh, well, cool. Thanks for coming back today. Yeah. So RSV, let's talk about it. So what is RSV?
1: Yeah. So, uh, RSV is a respiratory virus. Uh, the full name is respiratory syncytial virus. Okay. And it's a, like the name says, it's a respiratory virus. Uh, it often occurs or mainly occurs during, you know, fall, winter and spring, uh, times you'll have like peaks during the winter, obviously. We can start seeing it as early as September and as late uh, all the way into like April.
0: Okay, wow. So, how mm-hmm. does it spread? I know it's a respiratory virus. So, mm-hmm. is it that, that leads me to assume it's like people coughing and not covering their mouths or sneezing or stuff like that? Is that
1: exactly? You're correct. So, m- mostly respiratory droplets through coughing, sneezing. Uh, but also, you know, if a person coughed and sneezed, and even though covered it by his hands and touched the not- doorknob, mm-hmm. that virus is alive. Uh, quite a uh, while on those door those fomites, we call them mm-hmm. um, for a while. So also, if you touch uh, surfaces that were contaminated by that virus,
0: okay, you're amenable of getting it for sure. Okay, how long is a while? Is it like a couple of hours or maybe a couple it's of days? It's
1: difficult to say, but obviously the longer it is, the less likely you'll be able to transmit it. Sure. but uh, it's it's quite uh, I would say into the hours.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. wow. Can RSV lead to more serious infections or yes. diseases?
1: So RSV mainly affects, you know, uh, we're mostly worried from zero to uh, two years of age, or even one year of age. Sometimes we can say the limit, uh, but it's really hard on uh, kids uh, zero to six months, mm-hmm. the, uh, and also premature infants. So even though he's six months or eight months, but if he has history of prematurity, being twenty-five weeks, being thirty weeks, it affects him pretty pretty severe because that lung development is not there it also affects people who are immunocompromised okay uh, people who have issues with lungs say for example cerebral palsy children mm-hmm. who have who have like distortions of their skeleton and their lungs don't in, uh, inflate well it can affect those children as well uh, pretty severe uh, and then any children even above the age of two who has a chronic medical condition who's on oxygen at home who has uh, Wow. just a chronic medical conditions usually affects them pretty hard as well gotcha uh, but for the most part it can be uh, as mild as just a fever a sneezing and a cough and you'll be fine and then rsv does follow this little kind of pyramid shaped uh, progression of it gets worse the first you know three to five days and it will you know get better after the fifth day okay it's more of a common thing that is known. It's sometimes has not been shown mm-hmm. in studies, but like regular among uh, physicians and uh, pediatrician to
0: know that there's this progression of RSV getting really worse and then getting better. Gotcha. Okay. So, can it, you mentioned this off mic, but sometimes it can lead to bronchiolitis. Is that right? Yes. So, what exactly is bronchiolitis?
1: Bronchiolitis is the inflammation of the bronchioles. Uh, bronchioles are uh, the the tree of the trachea, you know, it divides into the bronchus, and the bronchus divides further. So it's basically the tree, and then you have the uh, spreading of that tree branches. Those are the bronchioles, mm-hmm. and those get inflamed and get filled with fluids, inflammation cells, and makes the child having hard time to breathe. Gotcha. It's called bronchulitis.
0: Okay. So can you tell me some symptoms of RSV?
1: Yes. Uh, so RSV bronchiolitis, uh, you can notice it by child having congestion. Uh, it's very well known for a lot of nasal congestion and um what happens is babies is that babies are obligate nose breathers meaning like they only breathe their, their nose adults can breathe through their mouth
0: as well oh I didn't know that mm-hmm. just babies can just babies
1: can only breathe through their nose so really? what happens is if the baby's congested super congested and you try to feed him in the bottle well now he closed right everything that he can't huh. take in any air I did not so know that. That's why they start crying and become for fussy, and that's why you notice, oh, my child has not taken any bottle or has uh-huh. not drank anything in the past twelve hours. Well, because there's so much congestion that every time you feed him, he's not breathing. So he's like wow. becoming more fussy, more yeah. irritable. So obviously congestion is a big one. Uh, fevers is like any, any any other infection. But what you notice when we say bronchiolitis, you'll notice the child breathing fast. <laughs> pulling on their long muscles, pulling on their belly muscles. You'll see the belly moving mm-hmm. super fast up and down. You'll also notice something called nasal flaring, The baby, their nares were start flare out. That's a very common sign of bronchiolitis. Okay. Also, uh, we call it tracheal tugging where the area right and between your chest and your neck will go in, will mm-hmm. sink in. So, definitely if and definitely uh, ribs showing. So if a mom or a parent uh, usually sees or a caretaker of the baby who sees any of those signs, congestion, fever, the baby is fussy, baby is irritable, and definitely nasal flaring, the belly moving up and down super fast, uh, and then ribs showing, that could be a sign of bronchiolitis and a sign of respiratory distress, uh, meaning that they need to go see a provider immediately. Yeah. So what are some ways that we can
0: protect ourselves from it?
1: The best ways to uh, protect children from RSV mainly is to prevent sharing uh, good hand hygiene, obviously, sanitized services. Uh, if a, if you know someone is ill, you don't you know, kind of say, you know what, you don't have to necessarily meet if the meeting is not dire. Mm-hmm. And avoiding, you know, avoiding adults. And because in adults, even if you have RSV, you might not have you might have like really mild symptoms. Sure. And, but then you go visit uh, people with younger children and uh, newborns that can have a large effect on them. So I say try to limit yourself as much as to people exp- exposure as much as possible sanitized services and good hand hygiene should be able to uh, limit the risk
0: of transmission. okay so that's definitely a good thing to keep in mind with the holidays coming up today is October 28th so uh, you know we've got Thanksgiving Christmas. I don't want to scoop over Halloween because that's coming as well. But <laughs> that's right. uh, You know, those tend to be holidays that people get together to have meals and hang out and all that kind of right. stuff. So if you're planning on hosting or just going to a family or a friend's house to attend a party or a get together, just use common sense. Wash your hands. Uh, If they ask you to take your shoes off at the front door, do that. Actually, I did a podcast with uh, a doctor, I'm sorry, a TikTok video with a doctor in Martin yesterday, and uh, she was saying that if uh, you have a newborn baby, there's a spit rag, I guess is what we would call it, and if if it falls onto the ground, you need to use a new spit rag because there's all kinds of viruses that could get on that in just a few seconds of it being on the ground. So That's right. That's
1: right. And then you you see those common... uh, uh, facebook or instagram uh, pictures it says you know if if you see a baby you know just try to don't go you know want to kiss the baby or whatnot i know it's very cute and sure. the pictures and whatnot but uh, try to limit respiratory droplets to the baby so uh, no kissing for now until <laughs> until the season is over yeah uh, for sure but yeah
0: well dr abdomessa dr michael has your morning Commonly known as. Mm-hmm. Thanks so much for coming in today. I sure appreciate it. RSV is something that I'm learning more about. I don't have children of my own, but I do have young nieces and nephews who are going to be around for the holidays. So I'll right. definitely have to keep that in mind. That's and right. if people were in the Dyersburg or the greater Dyersburg area mm-hmm. uh, and they needed to come see a pediatrician, are you accepting new patients right now? Definitely. And, uh, how do people get in contact with you?
1: Yes, sir. So I'm definitely accepting new patients. Uh, the way the best way to contact my clinic is the phone number which is the 731 287 4500 there's me and Dr. Camper and there's two uh NPs in there obviously Dr. Melton is there okay uh, so they can come if they are concerned about anything and mostly obviously bron- bronchitis given the season uh, just let them call and and we'll see them.
0: Yeah, that sounds great. Dr. Michael, It's great to see you again. Uh, thanks for coming in to talk about RSV and bronchiolitis. Listeners, like we said, if you're having any issues uh, or if your children are having any issues, don't hesitate to call them. Phone number is going to be in the description of the podcast. Number again is 731-287-4500. They are accepting new patients. They want your child to be as healthy just as much as you do. So... Don't be afraid to give them a call. Super great people, really knowledgeable, and uh, won't hesitate to help you, your children out. So, again, Dr. Michael, thanks so much Thank for coming you for in. Thank for
1: having me, and I appreciate it. And, yeah,
0: we're here to help with people out. Wow. Absolutely. This has been another episode of We Talk Health.